Hey, welcome to BT Snacks Podcast. This is Casey, your host. And if you're tuning in for the very first time, welcome. But also what you need to know is that this podcast is meant for physical therapists and physical therapist students who are looking to grow your fundamentals in bite-sized segments of time. And uh, if you missed it, last week was a very special episode. I got to interview my dad on just qualities of leadership, how to be a good leader, how to move a team towards a common vision, um, and also grow yourself as a leader. So if you miss that and you are interested in developing yourself as a leader, I would definitely recommend listening back to that. But today we're going to dive into a little bit more about factors that affect wound healing. Um, now, before I do that, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know it's it's been over a year since I first started making episodes, which is amazing. Um, but if you would consider supporting the show, there's a link below where you click support the show, and it's to buy me a coffee to where if you are willing to support the show for like $3 a month, that would really just help me to be able to cover overhead and uh, hire help to you know, put out more high quality and free content out there. So, and if not, you can continue to support the show by sharing it with your friends for whom it's relevant. And then, um, you know, leave a review. Any of that really helps. Um, but at the end of the day, what I want is to be able to give back to you better and better, higher quality things. So without further ado, let's move on to uh, the topic of the day, which is about smoking. And I know that we've been hearing about the negative effects of smoking since forever. It's been years and years and years. Here's the thing. We see patients from all walks of life. Each person has certain characteristics that affect their healing from genetics, things that are hereditary. And then there's also things in our lifestyle and environment. And so obviously there's things that we can control and things that we can't. But for us as healthcare providers, the important thing is for us to be able to maximize as much as possible how well our patients heal, not just from a physical therapy aspect, but how can we collaborate as a healthcare system to be able to set up the odds in our patients' favor. And so while we're talking about smoking and its effective wound healing today, I mostly want to talk about why it actually affects wound healing and then how we can utilize that information to better either educate our patients on how they can maximize their healing process. And then also for, for you to understand, hey, if you're treating a patient, they just had a surgery, are we going to change things for that patient? If you want to review just how healing works, go back to listen to um, episodes three and four way back in the day because that actually breaks it down step-by-step on what normal healing sounds like, and then this will make much more sense. Okay. Um, Now, for smoking itself, its impact on healing is not just, hey, this could cause lung cancer. It's actually been associated with prolonged wound healing times, dehiscence, tissue flap necrosis, and asthmatic leakage, and then even just decreased wound tensile strength and infection. So essentially, what... With someone who's smoking, they're at a greater risk for taking longer, for the healing to not go well, and then even if it does go well, for it to be of poorer quality. So we need to understand how this process really works so that we can actually educate our patients on why they may have been asked to stop um, by other healthcare providers or how to best heal 
to their maximum potential. So as a review, remember, normal wound healing happens through these stages. It's the inflammatory stage where we're trying to stop the immediate threat. Proliferation, where we're trying to fight off infection and and be able to just establish a, a matrix to where we're starting to put things together for remodeling and we're building up tissues, trying to, you know, basically reformulate the tissue how it used to be and then mature. Here's the thing about smoking is it actually causes hypoxia. Your body needs oxygen pressures to for the entire reparation process, like cell migration to the wound sites, bacterial defense, and collagen synthesis. And even just having one cigarette is shown to have adverse effects on tissue oxygen concentrations. On top of that, cigarette smoke has over 4,000 toxic compounds. For example, nicotine, carbon monoxide, and hydrogen cyanide are all associated with impaired wound healing. And while the mechanisms are not fully understood, they're linked to a lot of different processes that um, are just not good for our patients. So nicotine, for example, is thought to be a vasoconstrictor. The mechanisms behind it are thought to be more so that it may trigger the sympathetic system to release catecholamines, a.k.a. Basically, it just triggers peripheral vasoconstriction and then therefore diminishes tissue perfusion rates. So if you have peripheral vasoconstriction and you've got a wound going on in your peripheral, you're basically getting less blood flow to that site, which as we know from our earlier episodes, you kind of need blood flow to be able to have a good healing process. Now, nicotine-induced tissue hypoxia is thought to also stimulate platelet aggregation via the adenylate cyclase system, and that can also increase blood viscosity. Carbon monoxide, on the other hand, has 200 times a greater affinity to bind a hemoglobin than oxygen. And so to translate this, this basically means that you're going to have impaired tissue perfusion and cellular hypoxia. Those cells need oxygen to be able to create energy, essentially, to be able to do the healing process itself. That that requires energy, and we need oxygen to be able to do that. And then on top of that, we have hydrogen cyanide. That actually inhibits the enzyme system that is needed for the metabolic process in the first place. So all in all, smoking can affect multiple aspects of the healing. In fact, it affects every aspect of the healing stages that I just mentioned. So cigarette smoke's linked to reduced proliferation of urethrocytes, white blood cells, and fibroblasts. So this means that not only is that patient going to have poor wound healing and an increased risk of opportunistic wound infection, they're also probably going to have reduced wound contraction, epithelial regeneration, decreased extracellular matrix production, and an upset in balances of proteases. Um, and so essentially... When that wound heals, it's just not going to be as good quality as it could have been. So then the question is, how do we use this with our patients? Well, for one, we can educate our patients. And there's some research that shows that patients who hear about, um, hear that they, they should stop smoking from multiple medical providers are more likely to actually stop smoking. And obviously, you want to do that in a way where you're not coming from a place of judgment, but to where you are basically setting up your patient for, for success, being able to hear them out and 
offer helpful suggestions and uh, educate them on, on what exactly is going on in their body because we are the medical experts, right? Now, some patients may tell you, or if you're rounding with physicians, some surgeons will not operate if that patient will not sm- stop smoking because of the risks that I just mentioned for such poor wound healing are just not worth the surgery itself, especially if it's a surgery that um, is pretty intense, right? And so sometimes your patients may be advised to stop smoking before a procedure. And while it's certainly not as good as if they just had never smoked in the first place, because that um, the effects of smoking can be in their system for several months, it is still going to be a heck of a lot better than if they're smoking throughout the process. So some patients can be even given, if they're having a hard time stopping, a transdermal nicotine patch that can can actually help increase type 1 collagen synthesis in wounds in place of smoking during this time. But of course, not smoking is the best, if you remember the stat that I just mentioned on, on one cigarette smoke. But beyond just talking to your patients, this is also important for you when you are treating these patients because this affects wound healing. This affects how well they're going to heal and how long it takes. And so while you might be treating a patient, maybe you're treating a rotator cuff repair and you're going to go through a protocol that works for the surgeon that sent them your way. As you're looking at those timelines, that timeline might look a little different for that patient that's in front of you for several reasons, but smoking is just one thing to also consider. So while the timeline that was written for the protocol is related to normal tissue healing timeline, they might be a little delayed. Um, And depending on what surgery it was, like let's say it's a a lumbar fusion, some surgeons will give their patients a bone stimulator just to help with this healing process. Um, Or that patient just may not be viable for a surgery in the first place, which may answer some questions for you as physical therapists on why your your patient was advised against having a certain surgery. So what you should gain from this episode is not only just smoking is bad, but why is smoking bad so that you can understand the process and relay that to your patients in a way that they can understand it. And then also utilize in your practice to make sure that as you are trying to move your patient towards healing, you're putting all the odds in their favor. So that's it for today, guys. If you have any questions, be sure and reach out at ptsnackspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at pt underscore snacks, or I just started TikTok under the same name. I'm still figuring that out. Uh, fun times, right? But if you want to support the show, you can do so in the ways that I already mentioned. And if you are in need of CEUs, MedBridge is offering listeners of the show 40% off of their programs, um, which is pretty significant amount if you use the promo code PTSnackspodcast. And you can find more information in the show notes below. But essentially what that means is you're going to have online access to thousands of CEUs, live webinars, and even depending on the package that you want, a patient home exercise program system where you can put together pictures of exercises that come with videos, links, and put together a program that your patient can follow along on their phone, which I use in my own practice. I I use it every day and it is really, really, really helpful. So that's it for today, guys. And until next time. <laughs>